Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixie and returning to the show, I've got actor Anthony L. Fernandez. How you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me back. You're returning for the third time. I am, man. We just have so much fun together. Got to keep doing it. I know, right? I know. And we're now Met Radio because you rec- recognized us before with the old radio station. So what do you have to say to Met Radio? I just want to tell everybody who's listening uh, to Net Radio, Yo, thank you for tuning in. It means a lot to me. Any chance that I can get to speak with good people, talk about my craft and uh, a little bit about my life, hopefully inspire others. Uh, I just am thankful for those opportunities. So mm. thank you, brother. All right. All right. For those that are new, they may not know Anthony. What do you want to say about Anthony Al Fernandez that they should know? Uh, they should know that I'm an actor. Uh, I have been in the professional acting circle for 10 years strong now. E- each year I've been blessed with uh, greater projects. And uh, if you like my work and want to know more about me as a person, then I suggest, you know, digging in, doing a little research, listening to podcasts and interviews uh, such as this one and finding out uh, the true story behind my life. And uh, hopefully I can inspire some people that may want to pursue acting or uh, anything that they find a passion with. All right. Well, it's been a rough 2023 for actors and the writers strike, but that is all over now. But you were on the picket lines when you guys were striking, right? How was that? Uh, It was actually, you know, there were so many mixed emotions in it. It's something where uh, every now and then you you just know that you have to eventually come back to the table and ratify a deal. Uh, Nobody in any year really wants to take the hit. But when it comes to a point where we're dealing with new technologies uh, and um, pay scales that kind of may be irrelevant to the times that we live in as far as uh, the percentages and costs and you know just everyone wanted to feel like their work is being appreciated and everyone is sharing in uh, but the overall experience was amazing for me because I had never had anything in my life that I had worked so hard for to uh, be proud to say that I was a professional in that field um, and to really uh you know, stand up for my my union and um, be out there on the line just became really important to me. But it was just a beautiful sight seeing so many, you know, we we were in conjunction and showing solidarity with the writers as well. So it was just a beautiful sight out there day after day, week after week, seeing so many um, talented people that were out there communicating and interacting and uh, getting together and just showing solidarity. So it was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So the writers were on strike first, listeners, and then the actors went and joined them after. And then after that, the writers were off strike, but then the actors were still on strike. And now the strike is officially over. Do you guys feel like you guys got what you wanted? Um, I do. I do. You know, there was, uh, I believe it was 87% of, uh, of worker, you know, of union members that uh, didn't even qualify for health care under the, the old requirements. And so we're just pushing a little bit towards the steps of getting better pay, better residual pay, um, better uh, health care options for those that are in the union. Um, and then, of course, AI, you know, um, I have my own points, which, you know, I don't go too too vocal about it as far as what I, I disagree with or dislike. But, um, you know, the AI is just such a touchy subject matter. It's not just going to be an important thing for us to pay attention to in my field. But as we all go along, 
um, forward into the future and these new technologies come out, they're just something that we really have to watch regulations on. So uh, from where it stands now, it's it's project by project. Uh, the studios have to ask your permission for something uh, per project. If you give them permission uh, to use your likeness, then uh, they will pay accordingly based on what the the equality of the man hours would be. Um, and then you get paid for that. So, uh, but I did hear a few things, um, you know, you have to watch out for uh, maybe your likeness being overused more than what you had agreed to per project. So um, you have to watch out for that. And I do believe you have to catch that for yourself. So if you um, got paid working, let's say um, 20 man hours on something and uh, whatever the AI likeness appears in more than what you had agreed to on a particular project, then you can tell the studio or that production uh, that you, you feel that it was used and you deserve um it was used more than you agreed to and you deserve more compensation. So the touchy thing, we all have to make sure that we're watching it and being responsible for uh, being vocal about what we think does work, doesn't work. But for now, the next three years, uh, the contract that we have, I think that will at least get us to the next steps in where this uh, industry is headed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So can I take your image and use it? <laughs> mm, you're gonna have to talk to me after the the show and we'll, we'll discuss <laughs> would you feel comfortable with them taking an anthony l fernandez and using it maybe on just one project um that's something that we all have to face you know i've thought about it a bunch and, and at the end of the day it's not just about the pay uh, but we want to um, be able to work. We want to physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually deliver these characters. But the reality is some of these projects are going to be made. They're going to be made AI based uh, and they're going to be made with or without you. So uh, we're we're entering into a new territory uh, with new options. And, you know, what uh, what was in place for being an actor in an animated feature is just totally different now. So I actually have no problem with it. I think it's a great thing. There could be some project that, you know, they want to use your likeness to be in that, you know, in that project. So, um, and if, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, there's going to be a lot of actors who will, and um, you just have to watch out for it. I, I think it's a, a cool thing, but at the same time, I really, um, I just don't want it to take the place of uh, professional creators, creatives, artists uh, mm -hmm. that work hard to get into a position. And um, they really want to be first, you know, hands on with their craft. So um, I get both sides of it. But, you know, it, just to save costs and, and where we're headed into the future, these projects will exist, do exist. And we um, started using the AI likenesses. And um, so we'll we'll just see where it goes from here. Mm -hmm. And we need that human connection, don't we? We don't want to see an AI Anthony L. Fernandez. I agree. You can run logarithms all day long. You can map somebody's personalities, uh, voice, features, traits. But I always believe that there's that one piece, that soul, that that human thing that we were all created with that uh, no matter how much imitation and real realism that you can install and instill into something, it still doesn't have that. Uh, whether it's AI likenesses for actors or it's even the AI writing for writers, there is still a human condition that um, that cannot be matched, cannot be duplicated, that we all give 
in in these stories that we tell about uh, connection and and human emotion and and relationship and where we interact in in life. Right, right, right. Now, what does it look like for you in 2024? Because 2023 was a rough year for actors, and now we're slowly getting back to work. What does 2024 look like for actor Anthony L. Fernandez? Well, I had a lot of momentum right before the strike. Uh, there, there were some great projects that I was able to work on. Uh, we had to immediately stop promoting some of these so we just left them on the table they were still out in in um you know streaming and in in theaters but uh the collective in solidarity we chose not to endorse anything that was studio new studio uh products that we were putting out so when we ended the strike it was right back to business i was so happy to be able to share the work that i had done on uh house party and truth be told and fatal attraction and um, so, you know, we're right back to where, where we started, but I have momentum, uh, behind me. It was actually a great experience for me to step out and, and network and socialize with so many great people that were in the industry fighting as well. So, um, and then we have projects that have been in the making lately. Uh, um, first thing I have to say though, is we had a beautiful short film, Addicted to You, starring myself, Sonia Balcazar, uh, uh, Jesse Borrego from Blood In, Blood Out. Uh, he played uh, Sonia's father in the film, and it has been racking up awards. We have been doing uh, film festivals with it, and it was an amazing thing for me to have. I was very blessed and grateful to have that project because not only does it talk about, discuss, analyze, and hopefully help in the healing process for people who are in toxic relationships, possibly uh, with children involved uh, in dealing with addictions and dealing with codependency in each other. And it stems from Sonia's own personal story uh, and struggle uh, in, in dealing with her own relationships, toxic relationships. And it's a, a snapshot into the worst possible time in, in a couple's relationship. And uh, we're able to share that with the world because I think we all can see whether it's uh, you were a child or whether that was you in relationships or uh, is you or you could see it in your parents or whatever our generational curses, uh, toxic relationships, uh, anything that was passed down as far as um, how we interact with human beings or our lack thereof and and how that affects our family and loved ones. And it's just been a beautiful experience to be able to travel to so many film festivals and share it with the public. So uh, really during that time of the strike, that that gave me some piece of art that I was able to uh, be a part of creating something so emotional and share that with the world. And uh, and and then we, we still have, uh, I believe we might have discussed it. It was in its early stages is a feature film called... Um, Horchata with oatmeal. Okay. And this is done by uh, Four Ways Entertainment, Cinema Killers. They're amazing people. Uh, it is a hood comedy. I play uh, a Spider, a homeboy from the hood. And we just deal with uh, gentrification. Uh, of of it, It's really almost any, any hood USA. We didn't really get into uh, specificities as to exactly what city it's in, but, you know, it has that West Coast flavor and some amazing talent in that uh, concrete, uh, Duno, 
uh, Jay Valentino, Jerry Garcia. Uh, they're all amazing upcoming talent with uh, huge followings. And, and I was grateful to be, uh, be able to be on board working with all of them. And I hear uh, that it's in its last stages of uh, post-production. So keep your uh, eyes and ears out for Horchata with Oatmeal. And uh, yeah, I, I have I always have a few things coming up. We're about ready to start filming um, after the the break a uh, a film called Splash City. That is uh, at the helm of that is Burner. Uh, he's an amazing businessman, rapper, entertainer, uh, entrepreneur, and he put the ball in uh, motion for Splash City, which we'll be filming, I believe, in the Bay Area, which is where. The film takes place and it's uh it's got a lot of emotional juice to it but it's got some action some you know uh crime thriller drama all that good stuff so yeah you know i stay busy always mm. more to come yes yes and you know what anthony i think i talked to you about this even before when we didn't do an interview because you and i are friends you know we talk i do see you writing your own stories is that still in the works like you writing and directing your own masterpiece what do you think about that directing writing production I believe, even though it's not, you know, we're also actors, so it's just more than a triple threat, but I believe that's the new triple threat. I believe that uh, at some point, even myself, you, you want the dialogue, you want to prove yourself as the actor, but after a while, then you shift and you want to start telling the stories. Uh, you yes. want to tell your own story. I and, do see uh, you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yes. I have the same... Same bug that bit me is is I, I uh, want to write more, direct more, uh, possibly produce my own uh, projects. But it started out with my first script that had been years in the making, but it was from a, a snapshot from my own personal life uh, just before I started acting. And it was uh, I, I was bouncing in at a nightclub down here. And um, so I wrote I wrote my first feature. Uh, that it's based on that. And it's amazing because the writing process is something that, you know, you can learn the technical aspect of it, but nobody can teach you how to be entertaining, how to write well. And it was amazing because when I did it, I started the process. It was actually, it's been years in the making, but you know, you want to be entertaining. You want to tell your story. And the more I realized that I just stripped away and let everything go and just told things how they were and, and really heard the voices of these characters that, you know, I didn't have to make up. I didn't have to create. They, they are real men that, and women that, that I have met along the way and known. And so it's just giving credit to each one of their delivery and what I memorized from their personality. And uh, you just put that in. And I realized I didn't have to make anything up. I mean, all true parts of my you know my wild crazy life with many hats and that was one that i just really felt that i wanted to uh tell mm -hmm. complete true story about this nightclub and all these people that they worked there including myself and that was the transition between what i consider the old me and the new me that was right before i you know sometimes when you get comfortable in life uh you know that choice will be made and discomfort will come in your life in the form of you needing to make decisions and take action and make movement and 
So that's what inspired me to do that. But then along the way, uh, you have ideas for other things, things that are more theatrical, more dramatic, things that uh, are more fiction based in fact, because it's always delivering your point of view or your own experiences. Um, So yes, definitely writing uh, this year, actually in our downtime, there's been a lot more uh, interaction and, and connection with people who, you know, this is the day and age of, of, independent and um, entrepreneur as far as entertainment. So people are really wanting to take the helm and create their own projects. And with, uh, you know, I saw a beautiful, beautiful documentary um, entitled Shura last night. And it's just amazing to me because um, these people uh, that create such beautiful works of art to tell these stories um, it was filmed on an iPhone um, that, you know, they the, the basis of it was, uh, you know, they, they were down in the, the Mexico uh, U.S. border. And uh, so it, it was an issue with the cameras, whatever the story was. But they ended up, you know, just saying, you know, let's it'll probably just be easier if we uh, film this documentary um, on on our phone. And it was it was a beautiful, beautiful, well lit, well cut, like uh, the documentary itself looked amazing. So. Um, you know, with what we have at our disposal now, and and if you have vision, it's just a, a great thing to take advantage of. And yeah, so there's there's going to be more. Uh, I, I've already started writing a couple other ideas down as far as projects go, and we'll, we'll see how they go because, you know, there's a whole process to it. But the years that you stay in, in the industry, in the game, uh, making connections, people, they trust you more. They hear you. They see you more often. You you get to make these connections that will last your, your entire professional and personal lifetime. So uh, to get together and finally network and, and, and work with other people that may share that vision and, and want to share these same ideas and stories with that's what it's all about so uh you know we do our our part as far as solo sports and that's what it is it's about me uh introspect introspectively uh finding uh stories that that other people can can gravitate towards and and i can share and so yeah this year will be a whole lot more uh stories for me and collaborations Mm. and start to see me break out of the the actor shell a little more into Uh, other areas yeah right moving into 2024 because this year's over and it wasn't a good 2023 this year is over over. (laughs) wasn't Um, a good 2023 but it's a good gonna be a good 2024 well you know sometimes they you know you've heard the saying and i agree with it because sometimes it's like we hear the same saying over and over again but when when we see it after a certain year or when it applies in a certain thing to a certain thing afterwards, you know, hindsight, it, it's always easy to say that. But, you know, one of the ones is it may not be what we wanted, but it was what we needed. Right. And so I, if I continue to believe that and, and I look back on the year, despite the setbacks and struggles, I'm uh, I'm just blessed to be in the position that I am to have been carried through that to see so many other people uh, that, you know, had a rough year, but it was something that we needed because in the long run, I just believe that uh, this year made us stronger in many ways. Right, right, right. But for the actors and actresses going back to work, what do you do if your TV show gets canceled? Because there's a whole bunch of shows. Altogether, there have been 70 TV shows canceled. What's your take to that streaming and networks? You know, 
I, I'm glad you brought that up because this is something I think of quite honestly. I'm I'm a realist in it. And when I uh, speak to colleagues and, you know, people in my personal life, uh, I am realistic about it. I said, you know, that, that there's, you know, my heart goes out to some of those people who maybe had a television show deal. Their script was uh, sold to a studio. And unfortunately, sometimes this industry is just so fickle that you can come back after that. And they say, well, uh, thank you. But, you know, that was then and we decided to get a whole new show. So, you know, we're going to scrap that one and go with something else. And so you thought it would be put into production. And next thing you know, after months, they decide, well, they need something different. We need something hotter and fresher to go into this time slot. And that, that was then. And so it doesn't fit. And then there's going to be other ones that, um, you know, there will be other uh, projects that pick up right where they left off at. And um, and they're right in production now. And then there's some that they're just going to pre-purchase and, and throw out there. But, you know, as an actor, uh, especially people that you may not even realize, like, have been on shows or have tried pilots that haven't gone anywhere. It's I mean, that's kind of what the nature of the beast is, is that we go out, we are on some shows, some will be successful, some will be canceled. And, uh, you know, there's there's a couple even that I've been on where I really wish they would have given us a second season, but we're in this for the long haul. So they're never going to stop making content. You just right. have to keep uh, pushing forward. Right. And, uh, perseverance, you know. Right. And there'll always be TV shows canceled with or without a strike. But this year, I believe it was the highest. 2023, oh, yeah. there have been over 70 shows canceled and more to come, too, because now that the strike is over, there will be more of those shows canceled after the TV season is done in, well, yes. some yes. shows only get 13 episodes, short-lived TV season. Yes, and that is sad because you realize that it's more... Um more everyone is back in the pool looking for something so uh it was the same sort of feeling uh coming off of 2020 um and and that broke my heart too because it was it, it kind of turned into we we support each other collectively but we're responsible for uh keeping our own head above water and and maintaining until we got through and you know there were some people during even that time that had to pack up and go home and kind of you know figure out if they could make it or if they had to get a, a a regular job in addition to the people that already have those regular jobs still trying to make it so there's so many stories out there and uh, unfortunately it's just one of those industries that it doesn't wait for anyone that's involved you have to make sure to stay proactive there is a lot of blessing and and uh timing that is involved whether some consider that luck or uh you know just how the world works and we all gravitate towards the right thing or the wrong thing or our choices that we have to make. It's uh, it's a very tough industry to be in, and you just always have to make sure that uh, you know you're you're uh, you're still in it, no matter whether a show gets canceled or not. And uh, when it gets to the point where you see it uh, get tighter and tighter, and maybe opportunities get slimmer and slimmer, um, that's why a lot of people decide to start telling their own stories because it's not something that you necessarily have to wait for uh, a studio to decide to put your 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 you know your project on your vision whatever it is whether it's a short whether it's a documentary a feature film um, there's a lot more people realizing especially the streamers work in the same aspect as 
Uh, now you can develop your own project, create it, make it, and then, uh, you know, have it on Amazon, sell mm -hmm. it to a streamer direct. The same thing that they used to, that they uh, had to uh, switch up how the, the music industry was made is the same way. You know, when people finally were able to distribute themselves and, and go straight to the, the listener, um, then it changed the game. So it's the same sort of thing. We're walking our way through new territory. And even with uh, the same sort of patterns, there's just different ways of of creation and, and how Hollywood, the whole the whole landscape and way that things are being made in Hollywood is changing. So, you know, some people are taking advantage and finding great opportunities. Others, um, maybe not so much, but uh, it is it's never something that's out of your mind when you when you realize that um the way and the amount of of good good features and, and good series are are being changed uh but you know it's it there's a, there will always be something you know the anthony l fernandez show <laughs> possibly possibly you never know that sounds we, good i like that we can do a sitcom about your your life george lopez did one oh. about his life <laughs> yes sir oh my goodness all are right. they ready for that, huh? Are they ready for that? I think you I think they are. They're ready to see what do you call it? Another well, I wouldn't compare you to George Lopez. They're ready to see another Latino family. Could that be possible? Oh yeah. Um, if it's one thing, you know, with all of the people that uh, are, are in my my circle as, as far as uh, the Latino entertainment community, the Chicano entertainment community, uh, we all really are enjoying finally being able to tell stories that, that represent us and represent our people and culture. And if we take it one step further, I believe uh, we'll gain uh, even more audiences next year and in the years to come just by uh, letting our stories that connect human beings and in relationships and situations uh, just, you know, sharing those experiences through our characters and, and then secondary is is to make sure that uh you know that pride that we take in in our lives and diversity really shine and and just get to share that with the world and there are so many there's 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 comedy and drama and and uh thriller and you know i i still even love um you know i came up doing a lot of the gangster stuff and but it was a really um big point for me to change up how people view me as an actor and the roles that i am able to take on but i still love those i still love those too there's not anything really that i hate and will scream discrimination i just think that there's uh so much more that we can do and take on and yes definitely those those family situation comedies the the greats uh you know we just lost norman lear but i mean i look back on all those great shows that i watched as a kid that helped raise me and to tell you the truth looking back on those there, i think there's always going to be hills to climb but they still had a lot of diversity and took on such heavy uh uh heavy uh situations in in the the shows um that you know, I, I think that it's just whatever's going on in the times, we have to be a reflection of that, an honest, organic reflection and share the stories that whether they make you laugh or cry, they connect everyone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what's your message all across the board to all actors and actresses? What do you want to tell them? Uh, well, I believe last time it was more uh, positive. It was, you know, you can do it and, and you can. I, I will never take that away from you. Uh, you have a dream, pursue it. But, you know, take the time to really 
uh, respect your craft and, and whatever your passion is that you do. Uh, life is not easy. It never is. So you have to make sure that you're constantly tuning your, uh, your, your mind, your body, your soul, and, uh, and get ready for a fight because the world is not an easy place to exist in. We need love. Uh, that's been my biggest thing lately is, is just the exploration of that. Because if, if we're showing a, a divine love to each other, and in understanding that I believe that that's those are the building blocks to making change. And there are so many variables in life that we can't control that will always separate some people. Some people are always on their way in while some are on their way out. Some change while some are dug in. But love, I think, is just, you know, life is not easy. So love hard and, and do everything with love. And uh, those days where you don't feel like it show up because uh, we realize as we we continue this walk of life that everybody um, has the same emotions and feelings and wants to be belong and contribute and and just know that they're alive. And so uh, if we can spread that love and and just keep, you know, I, I guess if we can just spread that love, then it's not so bad a place to be in. And despite the setbacks and hardships we all face personally, we can endure together. Right, right, right. And Anthony's always there. He can be a listening board. Right, Anthony? I am always here, brother. If it's one thing I love doing, it's just uh, being able to commune with people and, and uh, you know, uh, talk about the things that make us all human and, and connects us and, and the things that we share. I'm I'm a human being, so, uh, I, you know, I have my good days and bad days. I, I'm so blessed, so I would never... Uh, you know, I would never be sour about life, uh, even on my hard days. And I realized that it's just an important thing for me uh, to want to be blessed, to be a blessing. There's so much more to do. And the more that I accomplish, you know, it's amazing to me to be so surrounded by all these family, friends and fans that they constantly support me. And I never uh, in a million years would have imagined the impact that that just me has alone, let alone being part of an entire industry that, um, you know, has the ability to reach hearts and minds. And so, yeah, I'm just so grateful and thankful. And I'm looking forward to uh, many more years of, of what I do. Mm -hmm. And you always got my support, Anthony, too. Thank you so much, Donovan. I appreciate that. All right. All right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms on the project? Yes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, actor Anthony L. Fernandez, all lowercase, all one. Uh, you can also, I'd like you to check out Addicted to You uh, on Instagram, Addicted to You Film, uh, all lowercase, one word. Please follow that. It's a very important project. And uh, you can also look me up if you want to see more of my work on IMDb. And you can basically Google, I believe at this point, Anthony L. Fernandez, if you're curious about me, and it will pop up on Google and show you a whole bunch of cool stuff on myself and my past projects. And hi, Sonia. <laughs> How you doing, Sonia? Representing. <laughs> She's been on the show. She's a friend too through Anthony. That's how I knew her. <laughs> yes, and she's amazing. Keep your eye on her. Uh Sonia Balcasar. You can find her on Instagram as well. Uh so I believe it is Sonia Balcasar. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's fire. She's got a lot more coming. Uh she yeah, just killing it right now. So I'm very proud of her. All right. Any final things you would love to tell Met Radio? You know, uh, I, I just thank you if you're finding out about me for the first time. Uh, I hope that you are intrigued and interested and would love to check out more of my work. 
If you, you are familiar and you're listening, I just thank you for your love and support. Uh, I appreciate my viewers and my listeners and just uh, everyone who always shows support and love. Uh, it does not go unnoticed. I would not be where I'm at without that. So I just continue to uh, appreciate and I ask that you continue to sh show me love and support on my journey because we got a lot more to come. Mm -hmm. And Anthony, it's not going to stop. Is it going to stop for us? Can I interview you again? Oh, you know how we do, bro. I'm always here. I'm always <laughs> available. Uh, you're a great brother. I uh, really consider myself blessed to know you and uh, to be able to get to know you over the years. It just uh, it warms my heart always to see people pursuing their passions as well and getting other being able to get together and chop it up with you. And uh, I just always enjoy these moments and I cherish your brother for real from the bottom of my heart. Oh, thank you so much for coming back the third time. See, listeners, we always invite friends back to the show. Thank you so much, and I'm wishing you all the best for 2024. Thank you so much. I wish everyone a happy, blessed, and safe New Year's. And yes, we will see you in 2024. All right, for Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank you. Can throw out your name again. Thank you so much for coming back the third time, a friend of the show. You know how we do, Anthony L. Fernandez from Met Radio, Donovan LaCroxy. Thank you so much, and thank you to the listeners for listening.